Hello, ladies. Hello, hello, hello. January the 16th, 2020. Omenasa here. You are welcome to Delta Pearls Online Conference. Yay! Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us today. Um, we will not take your time. We will go straight into it. Um, so today I want to um, pretty much just welcome everybody and to also um, um, tackle on a topic, how to heal, how to heal. My name is Omenasa Uruma Akomalafe. I am Urubo. I was raised in America my whole life, born and raised. Um, I have been to Ugeli, I think, like once or twice. Um, I, I, um, I am in love with the culture of Nigeria because I am a Nigerian, but I also know that I'm called to Nigerians. Um, so I love the women. I love everything about us. And um, I do everything that I do with a passion. And um, I am called to emotional healing. And that's how Pearls International started. Um, Pearls International will be starting in Delta. Um, we had started this organization 11 years ago, but it's going to be starting in Wari Delta, January the 25th, 2020. And um, I am just so grateful for Teshoma. I am so grateful for Lucy. I am grateful for um, Alex. Um, I am just so grateful for every woman that has um, pretty much bought this this. Um, um, vision. Um, most of you may have watched my um, TV show. It's called Emotions with Omenasa. Um, everything that I do from my singing to my preaching to my writing books um, to all of my traveling. If all of you follow me on social media, you would see that I'm in a different country almost every set up uh, like every other week um, because I believe that um, that that going into the world to get women healed is my calling period period so we go to prostitution homes in germany we go to fertility clinics um i had lost a set of triplets i had lost a set of twins i lost five babies the same year that my mother died from cancer i am an only child and um, i took care of my mother i have been married for 10 years my dad is bishop ben oruma yes i am related to wilson oruma and to bishop ben oruma and um and that's the painful thing about pain is that when you are raised in an environment or you're raised with people who are supposed to be there for you, it's very, very painful when they are not. And that's what I want to talk about today. It wasn't that my parents were not there for me. They had all of the PhDs. They had all of the exposure. They lived their lives in Nigeria and in America. But when God is about to set you up for something, he will shut every door. He will shut every door so you can have a direct relationship with him, not a not a relationship with your husband or a relationship with your children or a relationship with your job or or um, or uh, with your cousin. Mm -mm. As I'm standing here, I have a rod in my spinal cord. I was born with a spinal disease called scoliosis. God used my parents to heal the sick and literally raise the dead. But when they laid their hands on me, nothing happened. I wasn't healed. I had to go for surgery for 18 hours. 18 hours. We paid $65,000 in cash. 
when people were getting their healing for free. Ladies, I am here to tell you that when you go through the fire, there is a reason. God is not blind. He is not deaf. He is not dumb. He knows exactly what he is doing. And he knows that, that he has to take you through the fire in order for you to be refined. He's not, his plan is not to take you to the fire. His plan is to take you through the fire. But sometimes the fire is so hot for us that sometimes we don't even go through the fire. We just stay in the fire. I want to apologize to every woman here who is still in the fire. I want to apologize to you who has a broken marriage. I want to apologize to you whose business is not running. You've done all you can. You have paid your tights. You've done everything, everything you can possibly do. But your business is still not running. I want to apologize to you, woman, for that man who hurt you. I want to apologize to you you woman for those in-laws who hurt you I want to apologize to you woman for all the pain that you have gone through but I came here to tell you that I'm not here to glorify the pain that you have gone through I am here to tell you that there is a reason why you are going through that thing and just as I had to go through the pain that I went through with my surgery just as I had to learn how to walk all over again just as I had to learn how to heal for three four months I couldn't move because when you when when God is working in you he would he would have to calm you down he would have to slow you down he would have to shake you a bit He would have to shake you a bit because there's so much distraction, you know. Maybe the business is too good or maybe you thought that the marriage was going to solve all your problems or maybe this or maybe that. I married when I was 28 years old. I met my husband when I was 24. I was not desperate. I was not eager to get married. I was not looking to get married, but I was so insecure. I wanted a man so bad. I wanted someone who would just be like my father. And so I rushed myself into marriage at such a young age. You see, and then unfortunately for me, my husband was raised in a home where his father beat him. And I'm not just talking about the regular spanking. I'm talking about beating his father will beat him and set all his books on fire and tell him that he can't go to school. So when he got married to this American woman, he started looking at me as an intimidating factor. And so every time that he saw me, he saw his father. So we were going around in circles. And every time that I saw him, I saw my mother because my mother was very dismissive and my mother was very verbally abusive. So every time that I saw my husband, I saw my mother. And every time that my husband saw me, he saw his father. And we were going around in circles. I would cry for weeks. This is a woman who was born and raised in America, for God's sake. This is an only child. I would hold my tummy and I would cry and I would beg him and I would tell him that I am so hungry. This is a woman who was a degree holder. I left everything in America, moved to Nigeria and lived there for five years. My husband could care less if he if I was hungry or not. And that's not because he didn't love me. That's because he was raised in an environment where they dismissed people. They dismissed women. So women, number one, is people cannot give what they don't have. Do you understand? People cannot give what they don't have. 
And you have to accept that. That's why when you're dating somebody, you have to notice their family background and their educational level, their exposure level, all of that. Okay. Number one, your boss, your husband, your wife, your pastor, nobody can give you what they don't have. Number two, you have to deal with the root of your issue. There is a reason why you are angry. There is a reason why hell is breaking loose in your life. Hey, um, I would ask you to please, I would send the link of, um, titled why I filed for a divorce. I filed for a divorce after about four or five years in my marriage. I had, I have lost eight babies in the process. I have gone through an I an IVF through an IUI. Thank God that we are back together again. My husband and I are happy now, but we had to go through that process. I want you to click on that link and I want you to read why I filed for a divorce and what changed after I filed, what changed in me and what changed in him. So number one, you have to stop expecting from people because people cannot give what, what they don't have. Number two, you have to deal with the root of your issue. What is the root? Why are you so angry? Your husband is not the problem. Your wife is not the problem. The problem is the problem. The problem is what happened in your childhood. The problem is how they ignored you. The problem is how they beat you, how they slapped you, how they isolated you, how they didn't pay your tuition, how they didn't pay your school fees, how they didn't pay attention to you. That's the problem. And now... Now your marriage is toxic because your husband has his own issues and you have your own issues. You now you you are not responsible for somebody else's problem. So you have to come to the point where you sit down and you figure out what the problem is. Number um, three, you focus on your destiny. There is a God-given talent that God has given to you. Focus on it. Every other week, I am traveling to Germany, to Paris, to Nigeria. I'm going all over the world, preaching emotional healing, getting women healed. I am helping people who who are dying physically, planning their funerals, writing their books. This is what I was called to do. This is my profession. I am also in the nursing field, and I'm also in the thanatology field. Um, number four, fast and pray. You have to be prayerful. Number five, don't give more than you are willing to not receive. Okay. So if you're always giving your husband a hundred dollars or a hundred Naira and he gives you 20 Naira, then you start giving 30 because guess what? If you keep giving that hundred, you will be angry. You will be bitter and you will be resentful. You'll be very, very resentful. Number six, forgive yourself Forgive people and reconcile with yourself. Forgive yourself for taking as much nonsense as you've taken. Forgive yourself and find out why you've been taking so much nonsense. For me, I was so used to being abused. I was so used to my mother being verbally abused. So when my husband was verbally abused when we were dating, I thought that it was something that I could endure because I was already used to it with my mother. So Forgive yourself for enduring all of that nonsense and change. Teach people how to treat you. Teach people how to treat you. Number seven, become a parent to yourself. Write down a long list of what parents do to children. Parents nurture. Parents feed them feed their children. Parents rub their children's back and put them in bed and make sure that they eat right. And when, when your child cries, you pay attention to your child. A lot of women are not paying attention to themselves. A lot of women are just going and just going and just going and just going. And a lot of women are dying from high blood pressure and COPD and all kinds of, of diabetes and all kinds of illnesses. Please become a parent to yourself. Number eight, sleep. 
drink water, take a walk, travel. I know you would say, oh, we don't have the money for that. Let me tell you something. When you make a decision to do something, everything that you need to make that thing happen will happen. You need to stop being scared and you need to stop taking permission. The moment that you know what your right is as a human being, your right is not to be somebody's wife, to be somebody's mother or to be somebody's boss or to be somebody's subordinate. Your right is to be free. Your right is 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 to be an individual. You have to focus on yourself first. When you focus on yourself, people will, will begin to focus on you and people will begin to respect you. Number nine. Your words of affirmation, words of affirmation, words of affirmation. I'm going to send you words of affirmation every day. I am this. I am that. I am beautiful. I am loyal. I am hardworking. I am a good bookkeeper. I know how to save money. I know how to spend money. I am not an idiot. I am not a bastard. I am not a demon. My mother called me a demon almost every day. My mother told me that I was Satan. Okay. So by the time that I got married and when I got older and when people would lie on me and all kinds of stuff, it didn't even hurt me that much because I was already a demon. So when people tell me that I'm a demon, I was like, okay, okay, I'm a demon. Okay. <laughs> and that's a very bad thing because then your threshold for abuse becomes very high because you get used to that kind of stuff. Before my mother died, we reconciled. But you don't have to wait till something major happens in order to fix your life. Okay. Number 10, work on yourself, work on your weaknesses, work on yourself, work on your weaknesses, work on yourself, work on your weaknesses. Okay. So now we are going to take questions and answers. Um, we are going to talk, ask me anything that you want. Nothing is off limits. We are going to talk from 7 PM, um, to 9 p.m. It's six hours behind. I am six hours behind um, and I have really not been feeling well, but I made sure that I paid attention to today. Um, you ladies mean so much to me. It is important to me that you are healed. And um, and I'm and I'm telling you, nobody can heal you. And let me talk about your in-laws. Look, flood your in-laws with love. Become light. Become like the sun. You see how the sun is? Become the sun. When you see people, picture yourself as the sun and they're going to see you as bright. Become bright every single time. Do the opposite of what people expect you to do. Be loving. Okay. You are already love, but a lot of things have happened in your life and you're hurting and you don't even realize that you are attracting most of the things that you're getting. Please listen to what I just said. You see all of this abrasive behavior, shouting and screaming and, oh, Warino de Cari last and things like that. It's not a compliment. It is not a compliment. It is a compliment when people say, oh, she is a virtuous woman. She is a very, very brave woman. But it's not a compliment when people say, oh, she doesn't take nonsense. That's not a compliment. We have to work on... Being rational rather than reactive. At this moment, just take out a pen and a paper and, and write rational on the left, write reactive on the right. And by yourself, write down what you think is reactive. When your husband speaks to you, when your in-laws talk anyhow, when your kids talk or when people are talking or even in the group, like when somebody gives an opinion, are you being rational or are you reacting? Reacting is not a good thing. Being rational, being peaceful, being calm, 
trying to see things from from the interpretation of the other person. Even when your husband hurts you, if you try to see things from his interpretation, you would notice that he may really not be trying to hurt you. That's just how his brain is wired because of his upbringing. But when you change yourself, things around you begin to change. I am ready for questions and answers. Um, I am looking forward to seeing all of you ladies in June. I will be there physically. I am really, really looking forward to it. God is so good and God is so kind. Um, ladies, take responsibility for your healing. Take responsibility for your healing. A lady in this group told me that she doesn't know anything to write about the assignment I gave. And the assignment I gave is on one sheet, write down everything that hurts you. And on the other side, write down how you have hurt yourself. And she said that 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 she doesn't have anything to write. And that's not true. We have to be vulnerable. You have to be vulnerable. Okay. You have to be vulnerable. You have to be vulnerable. You have to teach people how to treat you. Okay. And the only way you can do that is by treating your own self as royalty. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Delta Pearls. Um, once again, this is January the 16th, 2020 Delta Pearls Healing Conference online. Um, the lines are open now. God bless you. Bye-bye.